This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. I am really pumped for today's topic because I cannot tell you how many times this has come up. Uh, The feeling of being disenchanted with your business, disenchanted with the, the current state of your clients, with uh, everything that you're feeling um, with your business, not giving you that same level of satisfaction that you once felt. Um, we're going to dive into this topic of feeling like you might not love every single client that you're working with and all of the responsibilities and things that are taking your time in your business. Um, We want to, we're going to have a little tough love chat, but in true gen fashion, try to keep it as upbeat and positive. We're going to put a spin on it that feels empowering, that feels more um, of a perspective shift. Um, you know, we've all felt it at some point. I think it's feeling a bit more common now. Um, but we would rather focus on a perspective shift so that we can get back to loving our businesses, um, being intentional as we create our companies in a way where we will love them for a long time. I'm going on 19 years of running my business and I love the work that I'm doing. I do ebb and flow. There are seasons, of course, but let's look at this and pivot from the kind of piling on of the negativity. So being an agency owner, it is one of the most exciting, I think, rewarding careers out there. Um, When I say rewarding, it is personally rewarding um, in the sense that you're building a business that benefits you, you're being selective with who you work with, you're getting to set your own hours. To me, that ultimate level of control is success. That's like the true definition of success, but also rewarding. I feel the work we do really benefits our clients in a way that is so meaningful in helping them grow their businesses, achieve their dreams, find their audiences, increase their revenue. Seeing that has such a profound impact on your sense of, um, like value and what's rewarding in your career. You're doing a lot to help a lot of people. But that doesn't mean that every PR pro is passionate about everything they're doing in their business and every client. And it's okay if you're not feeling the love for a certain client or project or maybe even a repetitive task in your business. Hello, reporting anyone? Like the worst, right? (laughs) Every agency owner will experience this at some point in their careers and likely multiple times over. It just depends, you know, how long you've been 
doing this, but uh, going on 19 years like me and you're going to ebb and flow being like, this is awesome. And this is like the hardest thing I've ever done. But what's important is that you find your passion within yourself. And even if you don't love your clients at the moment, remember that every project and campaign and retainer agreement, new client is an opportunity for growth and excitement. And finding those little, let's call them pockets of passion, um, that is the key to loving your agency and your career long term. So um, I want to share my best tips for cultivating your passion for your agency, your passion for the work you're doing, no matter how you're currently feeling about your clients. Um, number one, I want you to focus on what you're working towards, what are you building? So PR, the work we do, it just automatically ebbs and flows. The kind of results, the kind of pitches that we send out, the seasonality, launch-based pitches, that will ebb and flow. And the reality is that you're not always going to have really fun, exciting days. And it's not always about working towards a big launch or, you know, when launches are over and you were really successful, sometimes you have that feeling of like, okay, what now? Um, so when you have those feelings of not loving the work that you're doing, it's not really exciting. Having a clear vision for your agency's future, for your path that you're on, the growth that you're looking to achieve, that will help you work through these really uh, kind of slower periods, the ebbs and flows. And sometimes the fulfilling part isn't the day-to-day -day work, it's the path that you're on. It's knowing that you are walking toward the growth, the goals, the life that you wanna have, the work-life integration. So we are gonna get you on a clear path with a vision for your agency's future. So you can start by setting clear goals outside of client work. That is something that you're gonna work towards and make progress on every day. You know, it could be like bringing on a, a new team member. It could be, you know, part of your agency or your personal life. Like maybe it is starting a mindfulness practice. You know, it could be journaling every day. It could be, really checking into um, a gratitude practice every single day. I will tell you right now, one thing that I'm doing that it's a big investment. It's a big, um, it's a big thing I'm working towards, but I am completely revamping our website and it's a major investment, but I will say this is, you know, when I say make sure you have time to work on your business and not just in your business, even if it means shifting around your schedule. This is what I mean. I am now working on my business again. And I will tell you the feeling of excitement, of reinvigoration, it is like a huge byproduct of this decision because I'm so pumped for this new online presence and the way we're going to get to promote it. And it's coming out in March, which is when my birthday is, and it'll be the 19th anniversary of the company. And there's just a lot that we're, you know, going to be excited to share. So maybe the issue isn't with your clients. It might be with 
the amount of clients, um, the amount of client work you're taking on, maybe that leads you to a feeling of burnout or overwhelm, and that will really quickly zap your enjoyment. Um, it could be that the work you're doing has felt stagnant, that the kind of niche that you're working in isn't really exciting to you anymore. I've seen this happen. You know, a lot of people, when they get married, they fall in love with the bridal industry. They, um, you know, they're like experts because they're brides. They're looking into magazines and they're looking at dresses and decor and they're like, they know all the publications and now they're like, I'm a bridal expert. But like four or five years into your marriage, you're like, I, you know, now you're into babies because you might, you know, start a family. But bridal tends to, become not as exciting, you know, because it's an annual cycle. It's just over and over, just like fashion, you know, annual cycle. Um, shake it up, change things up. You know, you don't have to stay in the same place, in the same niche, in the same uh, industry with the same kinds of clients, you know, or if you're feeling overwhelmed and burnout because you have a ton of client work that you're doing and it's just too much, see if you can delegate a few tasks to another team member or bring on a freelancer and outsource the work that is dragging you down. Like you know those tasks that just feel like you are operating in the drudgery zone. It's just like, oh, I can't believe I have to do that right now. Like I'd rather do anything but. Like you know the end of the month is so annoying because you have to do your reporting. I look at it like, I get to get to the end of the month and then go to the next month and bill and I'm going to get some revenue coming in. So I look at the end of the month like, yay, you know, one day away from sending out bills. So and then the reporting is just like, look at how, you know, we're all happy. Everyone's happy. And if they're not happy, then it's an opportunity to have a conversation about what we can do, what their goals are, how are we going to get back in sync. So anything you feel, I want you to make a note of it. If you have something that is just, it just feels like a drain on your energy, which then becomes a drain on your time, your resources, your focus, and your passion for what you're doing. Delegate it. Delegate it. I don't care what it costs. You have to delegate it. We're in this to love our businesses, not resent and hate and feel dragged down by the work we're doing. Your agency should receive just as much love and attention as your clients do. Make your agency... Um, a focus, work on the business. We say that all the time. You can't work on the business when you're working in the business. You might not be feeling passionate about your agency simply because you haven't taken the time and the energy to focus on it again. And that is what happened with me. That is absolutely what happened with me. We, I mean, I'm trying to run two sides of the business, you know, the, the um, academy coaching side and then my agency and we've been so focused on developing content and building this community, which I love so, so, so much. But this isn't the main revenue driver in my business. My agency is the profitable side of my business. This is almost like passion, you know, because I get to connect with everyone and I would love to scale it. But so far, it's not happening. The agency, every new client is massively profitable and I just haven't had the bandwidth and then the website's been kind of down and I just am like, mm, I like the clients we have and I'm not ready to go like pound the pavement. But now I am focused on 
the website, getting back up and running, updating our press, and leveraging the um, results we've gotten to attract new clients like a magnet. It always works. It's just been stagnant for me. So I want you to dedicate time to any sort of back-end projects that will move the needle for your business and generate that excitement for you again. It could be, like I said, revamping your website. Also fun, curating a new brand aesthetic, right? You can go into Canva if you can't afford a designer. Pull some inspiration from uh, Pinterest or across the web or even on Canva and give yourself a new look and feel and new colors, like a new brand aesthetic. Um, what we love and we have seen our community members inside the Agency Accelerator love their businesses again by developing a new proposal template that draws in their dream clients. So we have an awesome proposal template inside of the Agency Accelerator, which is an excellent starting point. Um, it is one that converts exceptionally well, um, one that you spend some time at, at the beginning to really curate and create something awesome, and then you have it. And then when you have an opportunity with a new lead and they ask you know, for some information about your firm, you can turn that into a proposal. It's mostly a capabilities deck. It shows what you've done, what you can do, and then you can build in some pricing. But now it's 90% of the way done and it's awesome and super impressive. And you can simply send it out and wait for the client to say yes. It's really great. And it really makes you excited again about the work you're doing. So that was number one. Focus on what you're building towards. What are you working towards? Um, number two, ask yourself what you need to be passionate about um, with your clients. So we're all passionate about PR, but the way that we all feel that passion is totally different. What does that feel like for you? What do you need to be passionate about a client? You know, so I, I, maybe I didn't emphasize the right word there. What it is you need to feel in order to be excited about a client. What does a client have to have? right? Um, so think about what you need. And it could be, um, you know, like when you talk about something and you light up, you know that that is exciting and energizing for you. So if you're talking about a niche you're working in and you're not super excited, your passion kind of changes and you're like, maybe that's not what I need to be doing. Do you need an exciting product to feel passionate about? Um, is it the company's values and how they align with your values? Does that impact your excitement levels? Are you really passionate and excited about certain services um, or, you know, authors or like certain industries where you're like, I love innovation and there's so much innovation happening in the tech space and that's where I want to be. That lights me up. When you feel appreciated and valued by your client. Does that give you a bit more passion and excitement about working with them? I would say yes. Um, I want a client who appreciates the work we're doing, sees the value in it, and honestly leaves us alone to just do our thing. So when I have felt super excited about a client, it is that they bring us on, they trust our expertise, 
They give us the support that we need in terms of a team, product samples, if that's a thing, um, any imagery, um, a process to send things out quickly so we're not waiting on them. And they just, because they hired us and know we're experts, they just let us do our thing. That is like my dream client. And I get really excited when I talk to a client who feels like they're going to be that level of support for us. Try to also think about the moments when you have felt really passionate about working with your clients. You know, what was it about those moments that got you so excited and so invested? So when you're in this mindset, try to identify common themes between these moments, like the types of products you were launching or um, the deliverables you created. Maybe it was the social platforms that you were creating content for. Um, for me, I have been super excited about landing like TV coverage, top tier, like Today Show, back in the day, Ellen, um, you know, The View, uh, all of the shows, the doctors, you know, these have such an impact for our clients. They're clips that you can um, license and use for for advertising. And for me, it's about matching our results to the client's wish list, like pie in the sky, right? And there's just nothing better than them saying, like, this is my dream. And you're like, here you go. And it doesn't happen right away. I mean, it takes sometimes years, but that feels really, really exciting to me. That is the thing that you can look to for the commonality look for those common threads and like what was it about could be that it's like all female entrepreneurs you know you want to support women that are running businesses that um are supporting their families and it's like you're really excited about female entrepreneurs or that they have like a mentorship program and you're helping them help other people <laughs> you know budget wise too listen if you can't make our rate and i have to cut my rate which i'm not going to do I'm not going to be that excited about it. It's going to be annoying to me. So budget could also be like, if you got some good budget, I can find some excitement for you. Um, that's always like something that is universal, right? Um, and number three, create opportunities to cultivate your passions. It doesn't just happen. You have to proactively create opportunities to experience passion and excitement in your agency. So try to only accept work that you know you're going to be excited about, you're going to be passionate about, you're really um, a fan of the company and their mission, their purpose, their products. Make adjustments to your client roster and retainers to kind of turn them into something that you could be more passionate about. Maybe you can take that client and they're coming to you for something specific, but that's not what you're really jazzed about. And you can upsell them on a service that you really love providing. Like maybe they're not into influencer engagement, but you know that influencers would love this company. And so you can convince them that there is a lot of ROI if they pursue this service. And now you can get really excited about it because you have something really cool to share with your influencers. Might be a little trickier on the PR side, on like traditional media, but with influencers, you know you're going to kind of crush it because they're going to want this product. You can do a lot with not a lot of budget, and that's going to get you really excited to show them what you can do for them. Or you can also stop offering a service that you don't really enjoy. 
You don't have to do all the things. And I encourage you not to because the more you're doing, the more spread thin that you will be. It's harder to manage a bunch of clients doing a bunch of different things at a bunch of different levels than it is to have like a core service. Everybody that comes to you receives this core service and then for the right clients, the right fit, and only when like all of the elements are there for you to be successful for them, you can add on other services that you feel are really complimentary and it's not like reinventing the wheel every single time. I want economies of scale. I want that flow state. So if something feels like dead weight to you, stop offering it as a service. If you don't love it, don't do it. And when you have that extra time in your schedule, you can offer something new that you love or spend those hours on yourself and your business. You know, spend those extra hours. So, um, Put yourself out there as an expert and pitch yourself for podcasts. Think about where your ideal clients are hanging out, you know, if they're listening to certain podcasts or they, you're, there's a podcast out there that focuses on um, the space that your client's products fall in or their brand falls in. Put yourself out there as an expert because you will be surprised at what you know that other people find just confusing, confounding. You will get on a podcast and just, it's like just spit amazing knowledge. And people listening are like, oh my God, she knows her stuff. And it comes so easily to you, but putting yourself out there, sharing what you know, that passion comes through. Um, you know, maybe the execution of the services feel a little heavy right now, but if you can go out and give a talk, be a presenter, be a panelist, a moderator, um, put yourself on a panel where you're getting in front of other, you know, like-minded, like-minded business owners and you're sharing your knowledge. There is something so valuable to yourself in doing that. I will tell you, creating the powerhouse pros community, the Generation Academy body of content. I mean, we have so much freaking content. It's all, it's all great. I mean, I think we work really hard to give the community um, tools and strategies and training and resources and tip sheets and checklists and all the things to make their businesses better, to make their businesses more profitable, to make them help them enjoy their um, businesses more, to help them connect with others in the community. When I started creating content for Generation Academy, my passion for my business grew. Those coaching calls are so freaking good. You walk away inspired. You walk away feeling like you are part of a community of smart driven, savvy, like-minded people who give you a fresh perspective, who are willing to share resources. I'm fired up when I get off those calls. And I'm not saying, I'm not like giving all the information on the calls. It is a collaboration. I make it a point to know what people are working on in their businesses and um, how they can support and help each other. And I'll call on people. So 
And everybody has something to add. I have one more tip for you here on falling back in love with your business and your clients. Again, number four, accept that you might not love your clients all the time, and that's okay. You're not going to be out of this world passionate about all of your clients at all times. Totally fine. It happens. We all have a desire to feel lit up, to have a fire in our belly in our careers, and especially as entrepreneurs, because it's hard. And when things are hard, it's easy to say, well, I don't understand why I'm doing this. I could just go get a job and get a consistent paycheck and not deal with the ups and downs and the ebbs and flows, right? Not every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows. Um, there's going to be hard days. There's going to be hard client conversations. Maybe there are repetitive tasks that you just don't love. It's all part of our journey as an agency owner. Running your own agency, it's not easy, but I promise you, if you put in the hard work, it can be extremely rewarding long-term. For me, it has been for so many members of our community. You know, there's little hurdles and things, and when we just, we work together to move past them, but you don't have to love everything about entrepreneurship. But it is important to find the things that you do love and keep your focus there. You know, keep your focus on, we talk about this in the Agency Accelerator, getting to the strategy and really thinking about like your vision for your life and your business. I want work-life integration. I want you to build a business that will support the kind of life you want to have. And part of that for me was finding my big why. You know, why am I doing this? Why did I leave law in a super good salary, in a well-respected job at a top law firm that I worked really hard to get to? Why did I leave? What was the reason that I did that? The reason was because I wanted more control over my life, my time, how I spent my time professionally, who I got to work with doing work that felt like I was building something, not like I was tearing it down, and ultimately having the time, flexibility, freedom to be with my family, to be able to work around my kids' schedule. And that's my big why. When things get tough, I think about, okay, there are reasons that I am doing this. If I were back in a law firm, there's no way. I would be zipping out for two hours to go to an honor roll ceremony or my son's basketball game at three o'clock at his school, you know, 20 minutes away. There's just no way. So keep your focus on what you love and your big why. Think about all of the freedom that entrepreneurship gives to you, you know, spending time with your family, like I said, huge one for me doing work in an industry that you love. I love the cosmetics industry. That's something really exciting to me. Um, you can choose what services you provide. I don't wanna do, I don't wanna do social media like TikTok video creation. That's not what we do. It was a drain. Um, there's just certain things that are like great and exciting and some that are like, ugh, what a drag. You can tailor make your career to your liking. There's nothing better than that. That is something to be celebrated even when you're stuck doing reporting or 
you know, doing your uh, taxes at the end of the year, you know, doing paperwork, running your numbers, all the stuff we, we don't like, right? You can love your business and have it tailor-made for you. And think about, you know, clients. Every client is valuable, even if you're not as passionate about some of the clients that you are about other partnerships you gain important industry experience when you work with these clients so you have to look at the, the bright side it is an opportunity to gain um, important skills in your niche and knowledge and deep expertise in a space you're really excited to work in maybe the client's not so great but like you're getting access to the niche that you really want to go deeper in every client that passes through your agency it's going to make you a better stronger pr professional and as you work with more and more clients and you accumulate more experience and expertise you'll be able to work with fun and exciting clients down the road they're not all a drag but you just sort of learn about yourself doing the things you don't want to do and i also say working in law at a law firm, working for someone else, billable hours, just a dry business type of law showed me what I don't want. Doing that work really highlighted what I don't want. I don't want to be in an office. I don't want to be accountable for my time. I don't want billable hours. That's why we only work on retainer. So all of the clients that you don't love, look at the positives. It's all a learning experience about yourself and it's evidence of what you do want. And even if you don't love the client, you're making connections, getting results, getting expertise in an industry that you wanna go all in on. So some of these clients, they might not be your dream, but others push you toward what you're really passionate about and use those partnerships as a springboard to work with your dream clients and continue building your dream agency. All right, guys, I really appreciate you being here. Take great care. I hope you are finding ways, pockets of passion in your business. Pick up a journal, write down things that you're grateful for. I'm grateful for you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse podcast. If you're ready to start, grow, and scale a profitable agency all on your own terms, you should consider joining the Agency Accelerator. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. To achieve your big, scary goals and truly live the type of lifestyle you've always wanted, it's time to join the Agency Accelerator. Inside this incredible program, you'll learn exactly how to structure your PR agency to fill your pipeline with high-paying clients and establish a consistent revenue stream so you can run a business that lights you up and that doesn't run you. This program is built around the exact steps that I took to grow a seven-figure PR agency, Generation PR, and now hundreds of other PR professionals around the world have implemented these techniques and strategies to scale their own agencies too. So this stuff works, you guys. Check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune in next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.